This is episode 545 for February 2019. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brett Douglas. And that opening song is, you may not recognize it, but it's from a short-lived Spider-Man animated series called Spider-Man Unlimited that aired on Fox uh, right after the uh, the 90s uh, animated series wrapped up. Didn't last very long, but a user by the name of Triforce Films on YouTube put together an acapella version of the Spider-Man Unlimited theme song. So, thought it would make a neat, cool little intro. Before we get on with reviews, I want to thank people that make episodes like this possible. They help us uh, by supporting us and going to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. And one of the perks is a personal thank you at the top of every episode. So, I want to give a thank you to Robert, Mayor, Michael R., Alex, Frazetta Hulk, Common Omelette, Kian, Joey, Zach, King Heelbilly, David C., Dowd, Thomas, Lee, Ricky, Federico, Jonathan L., Craig, Laura, Patrick, Andrew, Michael K., Michael O., Hafskimo, JB, John Pepper, uh, Stephen K., Stuart, J., Alex, Nick, Taylor, Will, Jose, Symbiobro, hashtag something good for you, Chris, M, Dom, Frederick, Stephen, thank you each and every one of you for helping us pay the bills, the expensive bandwidth costs, and the website hosting. If you would like to ensure more episodes like this come out in the future, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, gang, let's review some amazing issues. Let's get to it. Hey, Carl Spacers, welcome to our review show of two ASM reviews. Let's introduce the panel. We've got JR. What's going on, sir? Uh, well, you know, I'm in the uh, post-holiday hangover, you know, being the incurable romantic that I am. Uh, mm. You know, I just uh, uh, did everything possible to make my wife feel special. And, uh, you know, now it's just back to the ordinary, uh, dreary uh, day-by-day stuff. You guys uh, imagine JR's a romantic. I bet you he is. Uh, well, actually, no, I didn't do a goddamn thing yesterday. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Uh, we got Mike freezing over there with no heat. Mike, what's up? Yeah. Oh, um, well. Happy late Valentine's Day for some of you folks out there. Yeah. Um, or as we single people like to call it, free time off. So <laughs> <laughs> National Singles Day is coming up, so we can all you can all celebrate that. Wow. Yeah. And we have Shy Town. What's going on, sir? I am not to blame for the letters section, no matter what Nick Lowe says. Ah. Yes, you are. Congratulations, yeah. by the way. Yeah, good. A- ASM yeah. 815, right? Is that the issue? Yes, yeah. 15. Uh, your, yeah. your letter is in the back in the letters page. Your family's there. You name drop, mm-hmm. drop Mark, Mark Alford. Yeah. And uh, I love it. This is, and by the way, folks, this is the second time Shy Town yeah. has actually appeared in one of the amazing Spider Man runs since, uh, Mark, uh, I, since uh, Nick Spencer has taken over. Now, the so, trifecta. I want to go see him in Graham Crackers. That's probably why. The, tri- yeah. the trifecta, mm-hmm. you said you're going to mention the crawl space in your next letter, huh? Yes, I am. Well, there right. you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. I, the crawl space has been mentioned in the letters page in Spider Girl number eight, I think, where uh, mm-hmm. Tom DeFalco said, hey, we did a podcast. Listen to it. It's the one where Mary Jane is in the front and uh, Spider Girl's behind her. That's right. the cover. But, oh, you mean that little, doing that little. Yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So okay. that issue, the crawl space was mentioned. So I thought that was cool. Also, we have Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Um, going good. Um, in addition to Valentine's Day, Jack and I also celebrated being married for five months. Five so. months! Yay. Wow! Yay! Congratulations! Congrats, Ash. Nice. Have you come down off the uh, the black cat high of interviewing her with me? <laughs> no, but every time I open up Google Hangouts, I still it says like ongoing call with Erica Lindbeck, and I'm like, oh my god! It's like, <laughs> like has my phone been like, like running the, the video? Like we're still talking. We're still doing the interview. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, George can't make it this episode, has a family emergency, so we wish him well and his family yep. well. Uh, mm-hmm. Zach said, hey, I'm off on Fridays for the next three weeks. Let's do it on a Friday. I said, sure. Zach's AWOL. I don't know where Zach is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I texted him. Uh, no reply. I, I Hopefully he's not driving while uh, he's uh, trying well, to get the call. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He did that one call. time. He did I, that one time. He, he did it on the Patreon podcast. This is he baking? Maybe he's baking flour. Maybe he's baking baked goods. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. So mm-hmm. uh, this episode, we've got two issues that we're reviewing: eight fifteen and eight sixteen of Amazing. And Jr. is starting us off with a recap of eight fifteen. Take me through it, Jr. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the story begins with uh, supervillain Arcade and Death Trap Gamer Arcade uh, talking on the phone with uh, what apparently is a disgruntled supplier of supervillain Death Traps. Uh, when all of a sudden, a spear comes flying through the air, uh, takes off Arcade's hat, and crashes into his TV. Well, Arcade turns around and and uh, he hears a voice that says, "You are Arcade." And Arcade says, "Whoa, you know, I should recognize you, but with Chris Bachelot doing the art on this issue, <laughs> no doubt, who you are." Oh, hey, the lion in chest hair gave it away. Craven, sorry about that, dude. And Craven says, "Well, nothing personal. After all, when you turned around, you looked like a caricature of Fred Astaire, and then <laughs> and then in the next panel, you appeared like you looked like you were twelve years old (laughs) it's a little jarring i like the yeah the the top hat very nice yeah anyway Mm -hmm. i want you to build me a plot device that uh, won't pay off uh for several months okay and so anyway the scene shifts in next we go to the sewers of new york ah okay (laughs) where peter and mary jane uh, are having dinner with the uh, the lizard family. I can't do it, baby. Anyway, well, that hurts. Um, <laughs> JR and props, always good tele- can, or can, can, broadcast. Can, I was about to say, uh, you know, how does how does Peter convince Mary Jane to go for a date in the New York sewers? Can you, uh, that can one, you ever, would anything taste good down in the sewer? Because <laughs> of the stench would be horrible. Uh, I think it would be dripping on you the whole time. Oof. I don't, I don't, oof. So anyway, yeah. so anyway, so he's it's like in the bathroom, basically, with <laughs> literally, so. <laughs> like, a, you know, like, a, like a dirty truck stop bathroom eating dinner. <laughs> yeah, and, and, right and if That's you've ever smelled, if you've ever smelled New York in the morning when all the trash is, when all the trash is just out on the streets uh. waiting to be picked up or whatever, I, I just can't imagine what the sewers smell like. But oh man! Anyway, so they're down there with the, the lizard family, you know, Kurt and his lizard form and his little lizardized clones of Martha and Billy, uh, and. Uh, the narration, you know, Peter's doing the narration. Well, how do they come about? Well, uh, in, in, in an example of editorial honesty, the, uh, the, uh, the footnote box says, see the creepy clone conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Nauseous yeah. Nick. Nauseous was, Nick. We're got not going to really right. explain how we brought him back. Just read that story because it's way too complicated 
<laughs> yeah, right. We did a number of those this issue. Not yeah. true. The, read the creepy clone conspiracy. You got that right. So, yeah. so, so anyway, we, we so Peter's kind of relaying the story of where Kirk Connors is these days and why he's in his lizard form down in the sewer having dinner with a lizard family. And we actually we kind of get a nice representation of a classic Amazing Spider-Man cover. I think it's issue seventy-eight. I'm not entirely yeah, sure though. I think Maybe it is too. Okay, mm-hmm. so we get a representation of that, and and we get what I just found was amusing. We get a we get a, a picture of the lizard uh, with his students and he's dangling this frog over, <laughs> over something. And I'm thinking, I was thinking, well, I'm thinking, wait a minute. Is that like, you know, going into a class and some kids dangling a baby? See what we're going to do this baby here, you know, and man, uh, no, it's, he's it's, saying that's, that's, that's what we're serving for dinner tonight. Yeah. It just <laughs> seemed like, it was you know, the first time I read this, I couldn't tell that was Peter and Mary Jane having dinner. I really couldn't. It was no. that bad. Well, fa- yeah. Well, family dynamics are always difficult, and and they're no different for lizard families. Uh, <laughs> little 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 Billy Connors wants to go to school, and Kurt says, "Billy, you know you can't go back to school. You're green, slimy, scaly, and you reek of human fecal matter." Uh, but you know, Billy, you know. Being- Billy, you know, being a young boy just won't listen to parental wisdom. I, 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 I understand that perfectly. Uh, you know, I, uh, my, uh, my, uh, my daughter now has a boyfriend and he's sending her stuff and gifts and stuff. And uh, she's just too young to have a boyfriend. I just can't. How, deal with how old is she? 24. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, by the uh, way, the threat for Billy, if he won't listen, I'm going to go bite you. I'm going to eat you. Eat you so, yeah. Go to your room I, or I'll eat yeah. you. Yeah. You know, it's, it's <laughs> kind of funny. You know, usually you threaten a kid by saying, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. I've already you know, taken you out. I ate you once. I can eat you again. No doubt. You know? You're, you're going to be my all day buffet if you don't watch out, kid. But, um, psh. so anyway, so anyway, Peter, of course, you know, as Kurt is kind of explaining his, his, you know, uh, kind of, you know, feelings about all this matter. Uh, Peter does what he's want to do is he makes it all about himself, you know? So he starts telling this story about, well, I was a difficult kid and, and I love my aunt May. And it's like, well, wait a minute, how is that a natural segue into, you know, lizard kids and stuff like that? But, but anyway, we, we he, they make it. And, uh, so anyway, so aunt May is, uh, so aunt May's having, um, dinner uh with uh, her second dead husband uh john jameson's lawyer and he's explaining <laughs> who looks that, just like him by the way yeah exactly <laughs> i agree <laughs> who's who's uh, her for him literally i don't know though i mean it seems like they the, everybody's got the same they all got the same face they look like the, the <laughs> bum too, the bum too that we see later I tell you what the lizard uh, family looks better than this dude they all got wrinkles yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so he tells her, you know, he says, May, I'm sorry to hear, you know, I hate to tell you this, but you're broke, you know, because your 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 second dead husband put all that money into Parker industry stock and you know, and uh so I'm just sorry to tell you this. And and May says, Oh, that's okay. Uh, but, oh, by the way, did you know I had a I had a dead boyfriend who used to gamble? <laughs> you know, which I and um, and well, all this sexy talk turns the attorney on because <laughs> because he did. I mean, folks, I, I tell you what, Aunt May's like the Black Widow. If you get with her, you're going to die. She's going to oh, kill yeah. you. George always accuses me of making shit up. Yeah. You know, but I made these, a poem these, about that. Yeah, yeah, you did. But these segues are really odd. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. 
they, they really are. I mean, we took lizard family to, oh, by the way, that reminds me of Aunt May. And then, you know, the lawyer says you're broke. And Aunt May says, oh, by the way, I had a dead boyfriend who used to gamble. And it's like, wait a minute. Where is this? So I read that. JR, I read that and I'm like, hey, that's something JR would say. Cool. <laughs> You're right. So anyway, so I'm sorry with this. Anyway, this is turning the attorney on. He says, well, May, even though even though you even though you've buried two husbands, a boyfriend, had your death faked twice by Spider-Man supervillains, and Chris Batchelow has given you this hideous bulbous nose. <laughs> You are one hot old lady. <laughs> I love well, that she, some... she talked about she she how many boyfriends has she mentioned in this conversation? The one who taught her how to gamble in Spec Annual Four. You mm-hmm. had uh, Nathan Lebensky. You had Uncle Ben. You had John James. That's four dead people. Well, well I don't know if the, the, was the gambler the gambler's not dead. Is the gambler dead? Yes, the Nathan. Gambler, Nathan. Poor Nathan Kenny. Poor gambler. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, so May doesn't take that as a compliment for some reason. So she throws throws wine in his face and storms out. Yeah. Well, once she gets outside, she sees a, a group of punks who are trying to to make a new bum fights video or something. Uh, and so you know, May May you know because they're hassling some bum, and uh, May decides to come to the rescue uh, by using a holographic projector that Peter created and the X Richard Sue. And uh, (laughs) basically this holograph uh, projector then shows her without makeup and the kids all run away scared Uh, (laughs) and the the kids all run away scared. Well, you know, being the good Samaritan she is, May drags the smelly old bum into the restaurant, says, rustle up some food for me and this bum and charge it to that scumbag lawyer over there. I'm reason it's still here in the restaurant. (laughs) Anyway, so, so. Anyways, dinner progresses. Then the bum begins to tell tell this story that I wasn't always a bum, you know. And you're kind of thinking, where is this going? But oh. it, it, apparently, it does go somewhere. An issue in the next issue. Mm-hmm. By she the says, way, oh, I, I figured out who the bum was immediately, even though the, the oh yeah. art, the artwork Every, didn't help me at all. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, actually, next yeah. semester well, cleaning things up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> I wasn't always a bum. I used to be a writer. And May says, "Well, if you're if you're a writer, you pretty well always were a bum. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, if that's how you try to make your living, uh, anyway. Before before the bum gives starts giving too many plot points away, uh, the rhino bursts in and runs through the place. Yeah. Well, at the same time, uh, Peter and Mary Jane, who are clearly in disguise because they look absolutely <laughs> what is nothing. <laughs> that Peter got, Parker like, a broken jaw or something too. His whole face is swollen." <laughs> That looks like a ten-year-old boy. Like it does. Peter Parker. Oh, and plus they look like they're made of latex because they're look like, looks like they have their faces are like balloon. And what's up with Jubilee Almost. walking behind them? Oh, and gold anyway. balls. Gold and balls. Gold balls. Gold balls gold and Jubilee are following them. Gold balls makes appearance. So does Doctor Strange, by the way. Oh my gosh. With oh yeah, there's Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. With the axe. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. I, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the all the comics that uh, Chris Bacello, uh drew. Are making appearance in this uh, in this I'll issue. I'll be, I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so Mary Jane sees that on the jumbotron, the Taskmaster apparently Taskmaster and Black Bug have gone into this restaurant. <laughs> ants, ants. <laughs> Aunt Black, May, Black Aunt, Aunt May. But, okay, yeah, I said Aunt May. Uh, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> <Black> so, <ants. laughs> so what? Black ants. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it sounds like you're doing the Pink Panther thing. What did it? Black and so anyway, Tatsmasker, and who's another Walgreens exclusive, and and Black Bugger are in this restaurant. So Peter changes his Man, obviously, and. So anyway, they're they're looking for the rhino. The bad guys are looking for the rhino. How can you not Man, find miss the rhino? He's huge. Well, he ran. Apparently, he ran through the restaurant, but for some reason, he comes back. Then they can't uh, find him because <laughs> Chris Bacello wrote drew him. <laughs> he blends he in. He blends into the background. He blends right? in. <laughs> well, May, May starts to get a little snippy with the supervillains, which yeah. is never, ever, never a very good idea. Uh, but before she gets her dentures knocked out, Spider-Man comes in and uh, webs up the bad guys. The rhino comes back. Then uh, Taskmaster and Black Bug get loose from the webbing. The big superhero supervillain fight. Black Bug shoots off a gun. Everything <laughs> blows up. And it's to be continued. And it's, so, host, it's, ho- it's aimed at Aunt May. And the bomb. And, and, a bomb. Yeah. And, a bomb. <laughs> and the Ned Leeds bomb. Okay. Yeah. All right. JR, your grade, sir. I just gave it a C. I just, a it was, a, I just thought it was totally unremarkable. That and the, and the art didn't help it at absolutely whatsoever. Okay. Uh, Mike, what's your grade? Uh, I'm going to give it maybe like a very low B minus, B minus? actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ashley? This is a B. Uh, uh, Town. Give it a B minus the writing uh, saved it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it a B also. The writing is the best. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the, well, we'll go into the pros in a minute. Uh, JR, what did you like about it? Pros. Not much. I mean, I really didn't. I really didn't. It was just a very, I just thought it was a very uh, ordinary issue. I mean, all it did was, uh, you, you know, I mean, we've got all these subplots brewing or whatever and, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and none of them, you know, we just, we didn't get anywhere. I didn't feel we made any progress to anything. We made a little progress with and, the, arca- and, the arcade and the, uh, the craving store. He needs that's, a device. Boring. that's boring. This is this whole, this whole Ant-Man and Black Bug thing, you know, hunting, <laughs> hunting the, hunting the, the, the animals. The animal supervillains for Craven because he's going to put him in a big dome in Central Park. And, I mean, that sounds boring. cool. That's boring as shit. No, it's you know? not. <laughs> I mean, honest. It's, it's like honest. Spider-Man meets Stephen King's The Dome. Yeah. Or the Simpsons <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right. I'm not, so it's boring I'm not as shit is JR's review. All right. Yeah. Pros out of the rest of you. I uh, Pro out of me, I liked Arcade for a Change. Mm-hmm. I liked his snark with Craven. I thought, man, I'm going mm-hmm. broke. People aren't tying people up anymore. They aren't doing elaborate. Right. Uh, uh, They're not doing elaborate death traps. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and he's that like, was clever. Yeah. So he's, cause he's supposed to be the idea. Like a dude, like interesting point that he's I making arcade that... into like an old fashioned, like super villain. Like yeah. him, he's appreciating like, all those damn millennials, you know, that's just exactly. <laughs> really damn millennials, millennials ruin all these plot. Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. yeah. I think um, your chest hair precedes you is one of my favorite lines now. Chest mm-hmm. hair precedes you is very funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, the other thing I do, I mean, even though it's, I mean, we're probably going to get into this a little bit more with the uh, next issue. Um, yeah. I do kind of appreciate that Spencer is at least trying to give Aunt May some sense of agency here. Yes. Trying to maybe yeah. trying to give her, make her, give her, give her, give her something to do. I agree. A bit. Yeah. I mean, even though, yeah, I mean, well, we'll get into this next one, but I do appreciate the fact that she that I do like at least in this issue, she he's kind of presenting her as oh yeah, she's still the 
you know, doubt, the doubting, doubting old, you know, lady, you know, almost looks like the lady that acts like kind of like, oh, like, oh, make sure you know, all that stuff. But in terms of, but she's using that as kind of a front to kind of like, especially when she's facing with those bum guys and pulled out the yeah. whole thing. So it's kind of, at least he's using kind of acknowledging that, that she's that it's at least using that. It's kind of almost like implying that, yeah, that old Ditko characteristic that she used to have is still there, but it was like, but it's yeah. kind of used as, as, as a kind of a, you know, kind of thing, almost like in a way, kind of like how Peter kind of uses humor to basically, you know, distract his yeah. own enemies. But, you know, I thought that was an interesting. You know, the the the, uh, the Spencer cleanup uh, is still going on of uh, slot mm-hmm. stuff, and I, I appreciate that he's he is acknowledging it and trying to fix it and moving on with it. the The lizard and the family clone conspiracy mm-hmm. storyline, the mm-hmm. Aunt May Mister Negative with the feast. He's trying to move on with. Uh, what was the other thing he was moving on with? Um, Oh, well, the whole bum thing, right? Oh, yeah, the Ned Leeds oh, thing. Yeah, the Ned, Ned Leeds thing. thing. He's, he's trying to uh, wrap that up, not leave it dangling. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was clever. I think that's clever. I, I like that he's doing something with that. And and he, he has his take own. Off. Okay. I got to take off. Sorry, guys. Got to get going. Okay. See you, Sean. Um, and he also has his original plot, which is the uh, Craven story. That's his alone. That he's That's his. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I like it. Uh, other any other pros? Ashley, we're here. I really pros? liked this, even though the art was left a lot to be desired. I love just the kookiness of the just like it was so surreal. The dinner scene between Peter yeah. MJ and the Connors, it's oh. like you have like this typical little like family drama with the you know the kid being like no you can't tell to be like you don't understand me dad and running off to his room but they're all lizards and like you have all the mm-hmm. exact dialogue bits that you'd hear from that are like the tropes you'd hear from that kind of scene but it's mm-hmm. always like the lizard voice it's just it was bizarre and i think spencer took like knew that full well and took full advantage and really pulled it off it was fun yeah mm-hmm. i the the art is a is a con for me with the exception of I thought the opening scene where inside Arcade's uh, house, there's a mouse running around. And once he gets into the Craven, he runs the hell out of there. I think that was really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I Even the, the mice are scared of Craven. The artist does play to He does have a good sense of visual style, I think. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the character design. So I, well, I remember yeah. something else that stood out to me is when um, the attorney was macking on Aunt May. And you see, like the little hearts, the little like hearts. Start filling yeah. out the panel. I thought that was that was really, um, really creative. It was well done. Well, the thing is with Bacello is that he is extremely detailed when it comes to like certain things, like in terms of, like with, with his the environments that he puts mm-hmm. puts people in. Like you can see almost like the individual cracks and the like the little specks of dust and everything. So he has a good sharp eye. But yeah. but when it shows his characters, they're all like. They're all like they, they. Most of these guys, especially sometimes, they look like they got T Rex arms, where they're oh. like all like so art and everything, little spindly fingers. Of his oh, characters are just like, and also I didn't really appreciate the coloring in this because he did it himself. There was parts in the there was parts mm-hmm. in this issue where the coloring kind of looked like it kind of bled into, yeah, like other parts, like the maybe the whites looked like they were kind of pink and all mm-hmm. this other or blue. It's like it was really kind of a wash look. So it actually. Um, I didn't. I I noticed a big difference in um, how the 
this one and then the next issue afterwards. And I thought there was a, it was such a stark difference. I thought it was a different artist for a second. So I'm like, this looks completely different. Mm-hmm. I, I think oh, yeah. he, he draws superheroes and uh, villains. Okay. His mm-hmm. normal faces. S- S- Peter Parker has at least three looks in this book. Oh yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. None, and of none, of them work. none of them <laughs> no. work and none of them look the same. Mm-hmm. And I, just his, his regular humans are, a con for me. Any mm. other pros before we move on? I I like the deep cut of Spec Annual Four of the Gambler that taught Mary Jean how to gamble, and the deep cut mm. of talking about Nathan Lubinsky. That was that was for our long term fans out there. Mm. I like that. Mm-hmm. that yeah, was nice. I realized something that I'm really excited about. I think this is my first issue with Craven. Oh, really? really? Where I'm where I'm. You know, reading the comic serially, and there's a Craven story. I think this is my first one. Okay. Wow. Okay. So that's an addiction. Have, have you ever read Craven's Last Hunt? I haven't. I know yeah, I that, need oh, to. Really good. About, you so. need. Yeah, that's that's top, like mandatory top, reading. Top for, ten Spider-Man you know. story of all time. Mm-hmm. Not, according, I, not according to well, Jr. Not, not according to Jr. But I think, I think I'll go to Spencer's craven story and then i'll go into craven's last ton so i have a little something to compare i think if you took Mm -hmm. vermin out jr would agree with me Mm -hmm. well it does it does it's it's you know it's it's uh dematteis you know who has to throw in that uh, all this other stuff to detract from the main focus of the story he did the same thing (laughs) with the with the child within with harry osborne you know didn't need Mm -hmm. all that other shit you know well, well, he was big into psychology at the time because he was, you know, because <laughs> I think it was dating one, wasn't he? <laughs> um, cons, are we ready to move on to cons? Mm-hmm. All right. Cons, JR, it's your, your book. Take me through the biggest cons for you. Well, obviously, we've all talked about the art. Yeah. Uh, and and, and uh, again, like I, 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 I am. I'm just not intrigued by any of these plots whatsoever. I just really am not. Uh, the the only one that I'm remotely intrigued by is one that didn't show up, and that's the Santa Demon. Um, mm. Plus, I, plus, I just I just felt that there were some weird segues. I mean, I was kind of joking about it earlier, but it was it was kind of like so like Kurt Connors is talking about a a whole. You know, like I said, he's talking about, you know, the difficulty of, you know, basically bringing his family back from the dead and they're lizards and Billy wants to go in the normal world or whatever. And then Peter segues into it about himself and Aunt May. And uh, he's been a rude dinner guest. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> weird. And, and again, the, the Aunt May bringing up the dead boy, the dead gambler boyfriend and just some, it was, it was just kind of, it was just odd. Is it, um, is it gambler boyfriend dead? I don't. I yes. forget. Oh I yeah, forget yeah. How yeah. Spec Annual Four ended, but okay, he's mm. dead. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that. Well, I think I think he had a. We're talking about Nathan, right? I mean, he had the heart. Oh I'm not talking about Nathan. I'm talking about the Spec Annual Four guy. Remember him? Oh, he was, was another he, guy. Yeah, he. Because I thought Nathan was the gambler. Nathan was a gambler, but I think the other guy robbed banks or something, or was Jr. Help me. Spec Annual Four. Is this the one where, like, it, it, uh, there's a flashback story yes. with Uncle Ben? Oh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, he's, that he's, a crooked, he's a crooked carny or something. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, wait, no, no, Ben. Actually, Ben was the carny. You're right. What is his name? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I like, know what you're talking Adam, about. Adam, I'm trying my deep cut. Adam and YouTube. I thought that's who we were talking about. Okay. No, no, no. no. We're talking guy. about. The, okay. Yeah. 
It's like he, yeah, the, she the, broke up was, with him to go out with Ben, if I remember correctly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then like he comes back in there, you know, because he's he's old and wrinkly like May is. Yeah, it has, um, has, a, has so. a symbiote Spider-Man suit on the half of it too, on the cover. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, cons: you don't care about any of the subplots, is what I'm gathering, Jr. You don't care don't about care about you don't no, care about no. the lizard. You don't care no, about no, Spider-Man no. doesn't want a regular job where he has to. Yeah. You don't care about any of that. No, I, I'm bored to death. Oh, man. I'd like it all. Uh, <laughs> con out of me. Um, what was a big con? The art, obviously. The um, what was another con out of me? Hmm. What about? Um, oh, I think maybe the. Um, I think when you turn, when you, I mean the the idea of who the uh, the homeless guy or homeless guy is. Oh yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, I mean that's a little bit too predictable. Trying to like do yeah. a little bit high. Oh, and the other thing is too, and we're gonna get, and I I probably will get probably get talk about more of this when we get into the next issue. I mean, because there's a little, you well, know, also the ending. I mean, no one's that little cliffhanger thing with you know all the oh no they're all you know, caught inside the restaurant kind of thing. But you know, yeah, a, but. It, it's a classic. the The good guy falls off the cliff. Tune in next. I week. know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's but, totally. But what it's was. Aunt May. We all know Aunt May is not going to be. not going <laughs> to survive. It's not going to get killed. I mean, no. come on. <laughs> it's oh, like, I remember what the con was. Uh, it was the the artwork of the flashback where the actual panels by different artists was better than the art that was in it. Yeah. So the Ramita, the Ramita Senior, <laughs> and the Otley art that was cut and pasted and put in here is better. Mm-hmm. Than, and I have a question yep. about the lizard. Yeah. Is is there a reason that he looks so monstrous in his lizard form and his wife and son just look like people with scales? No, that's just how Bajella draws him. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, I guess if he can shift back to looking human whenever he wants, it's okay if he looks, you know, grotier as a lizard. Mm-hmm. And the other two are stuck like that all the time. And- he kind of looked like that in Shed, too. So that's kind of mm-hmm. the thing. So. And he he drew Shed, which maybe yes. is a con that's making him remember that awful storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fortunately, he didn't talk about how how he did how he uh, ate his uh, ate his uh, real son yeah, and mentioned Chad. in this thing, which is yeah. Um, in this one, because um, in the clone this conspiracy, can bake into a cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just bring a clone uh, <laughs> or Zach. Um, so, are they in the clone conspiracy? Are they stuck midway? Are they half lizard, no. half human? They. What happened was that they were starting to melt from that weird brown nose oh, sound stuff. thing that yeah and so in order to save their lives uh connor's injected him with the uh lizard formula formula because that right. because that's a regeneration formula so that helped to that's kind of right. sta- stave off their melting so that's bit. they're halfway yeah. between lizard they're, they're yeah. stuck between two worlds at least X, basically now so yeah, so for those of you land of loss references his so. son was he ate his son yeah. yes was that like public knowledge? Like, yes. was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was I think like, Spider Man. Spider Man should Peter should know this because he found the body. But does like the world <laughs> was like in universe? Do like does the city know? Yeah, NYU should be able to Google search that when <laughs> they're hiring him for a teaching position, teaching kids <laughs> because it's New York City, and they just go, "Oh well, hey, he's he's he's, he's better." Yeah. So who are these friends that he's texting? Where did they, they 
they should know that he's dead. They shouldn't know that he's a clone. Oh, you're getting to do my little my little no, uh, plot well, my little plot well, hole Bill, thing. Billy's no. using, al- yeah. <laughs> using an alias on the texting, is what I gathered. It, it was it, oh, is he not? Oh, oh no. Did well, he just well, steal well, someone's phone and like start pretending to be the person's friend? Uh actually, we're going to explain that in the next issue. In the next one, okay. Yeah. Con- any other cons, Jr. You got the biggest one. Any other? You don't care about anything going on in the book. <laughs> no, I don't. Really. Yeah. <laughs> any any other cons before we move on to the next issue? Okay. I, what do you, what do you think the uh, the secret friend is uh, craving? Or someone working? Oh yeah, this is total cat. It's total catfishing. It's, That's yeah. what it is. it's total catfishing. It's, li- going it's on. lizard fishing, not catfishing. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> yes. You know, Craven may capture the black cat. That's an animal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's, he's going Here's after the all thing. the animals. Here's the thing, though. How much you want to bet that he's going to double cross Black Ant? Mm. Oh because yeah, Ant, Black Ant, Ant is, is be, because Ant I'm betting because I'm wondering because there's an ant as like a desirable trophy. Yeah, but he's hunter. but he's going after all the animal themed. Uh, yeah, folks, yeah. and Black Ant should qualify. Yeah, so, I guess so. I mean, Taskmaster could easily just go, "Hey, I'm in it for the money." Hey, sorry, Eric. Yeah. Capture him and just, capture him and just send him into his little, in the in the thing. I, so I like uh, I like <laughs> having Taskmaster and Black Bug or Ant. Or they're whatever. a good pair. They're, yeah, they're, I think it's fun. Yeah. All right, Mike, take me through ASM eight sixteen, please. Or as uh, some folks would like to call this, Amazing Spider Man Volume Five, Number Fifteen. Yeah. For those of Wait, you who are trying to keep track la- of all the volume numbers, la- uh, last month when you were here, not here, we said we're not doing that. We're going to do a- legacy numbers all the way. Okay, fine. Because how many I've, fifteen Amazing Spider-Mans are there? I know. Tons there's of like, them. yeah, yeah. There's five now. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, this is written by. Uh, for those who are keeping track, this is written by Nick Spencer, uh, illustrated by Chris Pacello, and inked by something like five different people. Oh, really? I, I didn't even look at that. Oh, yeah. There's five different inkers on this issue. Whoa! Live say Vey Fokker, Olazabah, and Townsend. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fucker, your Lazabon sounds like an insult. Yep. <laughs> Tone it down, Brad. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm dropping an F bomb right at the, the top oh, of the view. Yep. So, anyway, we start this issue with a close up of a Deadpool doll that's buzzing. And apparently, this is where uh, not Billy, um, as I like to call him, since it's not really Billy, the real Billy Collins. It's, it's a- Billy 2. It's Billy 2.0, yeah. yeah. Uh, Billy 2.0, he finds uh, he finds it. That's where he keeps his smartphone. Now, of course, which makes me wonder, wait a second, if he's not allowed, how did he get the smartphone? He's not allowed to go outside. <laughs> Can you imagine the lizard going into an AT&T store? Yeah, I'd like to get a family plan for my lizard family. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got three accounts. We're down the sewer. We don't have very good coverage, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Where? How does he get Wi-Fi access down there? I yeah, no guess too. Yeah, so he gets tails get in the way of you know like being able to doing those little the, the, yeah his little sharp talons on the thumbs there. Yeah, can you imagine the face recognition on that phone? <laughs> oh no. Well, anyway, Billy is t- is texting is texting somebody. Yeah, he's actually using his real name by the way too, which makes it like oh yeah even more weird. Oh name. yeah, they okay. know it's him. So, but they don't know what he looks like a lizard person so he's texting like they're like hey where are you there's this great club thing happening he's like well i can't i can't make he says oh come on come on and while he's in there um you know connor's is the lizard shows knocks on the door he says uh son are you uh doing something you shouldn't be doing in there are you decent like all your little whatever (laughs) 
things going on in that room. I'm sorry that that kind of totally flashed into my. Are you? Are, <laughs> never mind. I, it's a yeah. family show. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's the family. Yeah. So and the, and the, and the, and and then and of course Billy two Billy two point is like. Gosh, Dad, leave me alone! And he's like, you know, you're, you know, this is all your fault. You know, I look like a freak. You know, I look a freak because of you. I should have left me dead. You're, he should have said, "You're not my real dad," because <laughs> he literally isn't. <laughs> the jackal's my real dad. <laughs> yeah, he, he made me in a test tube. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Gosh. and then of course, oh, and, Ben Riley's and, my dad. Sorry. Yeah. So ben he slam, slams ben Riley, you are the father. <laughs> So he slams the doors and and and, and Lizard's face, and then Martha two point. I was like, "Oh, leave him be! You know he's gonna just 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 let it blow over. You're you're gonna just try to knock pound on the door, and you're gonna he says just leave him alone." He says, "Okay." He stumbles off, and then Billy's like, "Finally, he's he texts and says, yeah, I'm in.'" And so we cut from there back to the restaurant uh, from last, which is basically now completely rubble uh, because of this thing, and and then. And Spider-Man's like, oh my gosh, my Aunt May, no. And he starts digging through the thing. Um, Taskmaster makes, the Taskmaster in Black Ant goes, oh, he must have really liked the food in that place. And so Taskmaster's right. like, well, I'm going to send him to heaven. Of course, not realizing he's probably sent to the other place because thanks to that little deal with Mephisto, but that's okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> but um, so he goes over there and he learns firsthand why you should not step in between Spider-Man and his loved ones. Because yeah. Spider-Man, that was an awesome scene. Yeah, it was Took actually out. Yeah, fast. The, suppo- the supposed guy who can mimic everybody's moves just gets his yeah. butt completely handed to him and tossed like a like a, like a sack of garbage. And like you know, and so they're like, okay, yeah, this is a bad idea. Well, we already got the rhino somehow off panel in our little giant pokeball. Um, so we're gonna roll Collect him out. Them all. <laughs> yeah, and the rhino's like, "No, Spider-Man, help me!" And he's like, "No, Spider-Man, stop saving those innocent people! If you don't, if you you need to I'll help me out, I'll never you. forgive you." No, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he and they roll him off. And Spider-Man, he's digging through the rubble, and he but he finds um, Aunt May. Everyone has survived because apparently they are somehow they fallen into the. I don't know how this worked because he somehow like a, they like a pocket they, in between the debris. Yeah, they fell through. They they fell through the basement somehow. Yeah. Um. I guess uh, the I, somehow they created pocket or the thing. So it's like, and Aunt May is helping the survivors. It says, "Oh, Spider Man, you know, yeah. you, you know, we can." And so you can help out everything. And and so Spider Man does. He's I mean, not you know somehow he's able to kind. Of, he he pushes. He's just like instead of actually lifting heavy weights, he's pushing debris and everything, and he creates a web ladder for them to get up and and then. May's like, no, 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 wait, we got to, he says, hold on, we got to save the scumbag lawyer that looks exactly like my dead husband. (laughs) Zach, what's up? How are you? Okay, anyway, go back, Mike. Okay, so anyway, he's making noise. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, he's going, he's, she's, she tells him to go, you know, she's going to try to save the the scumbag lawyer who looks like her dead dead, second husband. So they, they haul him up. And then um, there was a piece of, and I guess, uh, the um, homeless guy also was helping. And then as that happens, some more debris kind of falls on top of homeless guy. And, and it was like, no homeless guy. And so Spider-Man's like, don't worry, I'll go in there. And he goes charging through and he pulls homeless guy out. And that's where we get the, Ned the, leads. The, 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 yeah. The big surprise that everyone saw coming. He recognizes it's, Oh, it's 
Well, no, it's technically it's not Ned, Ned, Brad, because it's, it's remember this 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 is Ned 2.0 from yep. the clone right. from the clone conspiracy, right? And Ned 2.0, he's kind of he's you know he's like, oh, I'm not going to make it. He says, you got to you got to look after Betty, and he says, oh no, no, don't worry, don't worry, Ned. I will. He said, no, you don't understand, Betty. She's oh, and before he can tell her what's going on, he dies. Interestingly enough, he does um, he does not turn into uh, Bisquick. So, uh, so he's actually made of a, he's actually a sturdier bake than uh, Ben Riley is, <laughs> which is I thought. That a, yeah. um, is that a crematorium they're coming back from in the next? That panel? could be it. I was actually oh, thinking wow. about yeah. they are in a crematorium. They're going to a that's hysterical. That's <laughs> so, hysterical. So yes, they. So he did eventually ben, turn ben into that, folks. Ned is going to be not, in an urn somewhere. Yeah, but of course, Peter and but Peter, of course, doesn't tell. Yes, because obviously, like for reasons, it's like, yeah. Well, how am I yeah. going to explain that your husband was still alive and they died again? That's kind of cruel. And then Aunt May decides. Um, well, happy Valentine's we forgot- Day, everybody! Oh yes, yeah. um, singles, I said hello to you earlier. Off. What's up? What man, happened? Uh, I couldn't get my sh- my stuff together, man. I couldn't get. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get. You couldn't get on there, right? Well, you're on the last ten minutes of the show, so welcome. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Um, Keep going, Mike. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, one thing we forgot to mention in this is because Aunt May does have cancer. And if you've been reading yeah, the yeah. new uh, do the, the thing. So she's got kind of a new lease on life and everything like this. So what she's decided to do is reopen the Feast Center uh, from Brand New Day or basically taking a page out of the uh, Marvel's uh, Spider-Man video game thing. Right. And also a little kudos to uh, Spencer for no- for remembering this. She decides to bring Randy Robinson along because Randy has a degree, has an advanced degree in social work. Forgot about that. I don't remember yeah. when that happened, but yeah. Mm. Oh no, it's actually in one 70s. of the. It's actually, yeah, in it's 70s? actually in an early. Mm-hmm. Jr. Oh, yeah. What issue? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, I think it's like is this the, the same issue where he ditched his white wife. Oh, yep. Yep, it is. Oh, no. It's about <laughs> it to escalate actually, quickly in this one. It is actually. It's actually in that same issue. Um, wow. But yeah, she basically figures, hey, Randy, you, since why, might as well put your might as well put your education to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna. So we're gonna do. We're gonna open this uh, fee center thing. So, meanwhile, back in the uh, in the uh, sewers in the in the sewers of in uh, the cat in the, the cat the lizard fish plot line. Yeah. Yes. In the catfish plot, yeah. yeah. Connors decides to uh you know, Billy two point oh, he sne- he somehow is able to sneak out of the out of his sewer home and basically like you know, he's gonna meet him for this meet, meet everybody while his dad is conveniently asleep and he still so he sneaks out and um he's going, on, go, he's going off to get a little tail, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well oh, we don't know, Brad. No. We do, yeah. He might, but not the not the one he's probably thinking. It's probably gonna be like involving, you know, Probably, craven. yeah. There's got to be craven. Yeah. Oh, of course. Maybe Calypso. Yeah. Maybe Calypso's got a cell phone. Calypso. Calypso is dead. Douglas. He was killed. So was the Billy Connors. Does that matter? No. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He was not brought back by the clone conspiracy. Oh, let's, 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 that let's, is let's, true. Let's, let's, like reflect. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. I, people from the dead and Spider Man never come back. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Ali Asha, uh, Ali Asha killed her in in her freaking like suite mm. that hey, she listen. had made. Doom. 
Doom. That's everybody else's Doom right doom, now. Doom, Doom. Mm-hmm. Todd McFarlane, Doom. Go ahead. So finally, we go back to uh, Arcade and Craven and uh, Taskmaster and Black Ant, who still got the Rhino in the uh, Pokeball. Interesting enough, doing the same exact facial expression as before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, he just copied and pasted, yeah. didn't he? They did a copy. He did, Vigel did a little copy and paste thing going on. Wow. Um, and so they're like, they're going to, they're rolling them away. And, and Arcade's like, you know, I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah. Um, like pretty much he figured out what everybody else is trying to figure. So what, Craven, what are you, uh, hey, uh, so we finally get to reveal what, uh, what, what Arcade was creating for uh, Craven. See, Spencer decided, hey, I got to still plug that. I still got to salvage some good out of that otherwise awful secret empire. <laughs> because in Secret Empire, there was a there's a big subplot about how uh, Hydra built a planet wide shield yeah. around the Earth, and nobody could go into it. It had to need to combine might of it could keep all some of the people cosmic folks outside. So, um, RK when when Hydra collapsed, um, RK knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who got a hold of the plant somehow got a hold of the plans for this planetary shield. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to kind of localize it. And he's like, and he's basically telling Craven, you know, yeah, I mean, this was, this is definitely going to keep folks out, but, um, and keep folks in, but you know, you know, it, I mean, it's not, what exactly are you going to be, you know, it's kind of weird. You're kind of doing, making this, um, you know, how are you going to try to transport all these people to your little, you know, where Africa and everything is. And then Craven's like, you misunderstand. I am not taking them to my. I am not going to put it over my kingdom. I'm going to put it over theirs. And we that's see your, a. That's your craven, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's my craven. That's my craven. Okay, he's trying so very- hard to do voices as my clone. He's not. Fi- he's not succeeding. No, 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 not. If you want to do Graven, you call on me to do Mother, Graven. Mother like Russia. Dracula, dude. <laughs> the fact is, if they want to put the dome over if, the, the, it the was entire... Like Dra- it was like Dracula because it sucked. All right, let's yeah. go. Oh, oh, yeah, that's oh. right. But Zach, oh. but like go ahead. Zach said, they did, Craven's decided to he basically read a lot of uh, Stephen King or watch the Simpsons movie, and he's going to exactly. put a dome over Central yeah. Park, or rather a photo photoshopped, like because it's actual photo that it is, it is. Using. yeah, it's a little technique that um, used that by cool. Will Eisner in earlier comics, but um, yeah, so and that's that's the setup. All so, right, so your grade, Mike, I'm giving this a C plus. Oh, okay. It's uh, we'll talk about it. It's mostly right. it's some of it has to do with some plot. The art too. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah. Here we we've go. Already, we've already been on the art, Zach. It's it's yeah. Oh, if you thought the art was bad last issue, yeah. Well, <sighs> it's not as bad in this issue. So, it's actually worse, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. You you get my you get my thoughts in a second. So we got yeah. we got a C out of uh, Mike Jr. What I get out of you? A C. Ashley. I just want to be plus. A uh, Zach. Okay, so I have to explain myself since I haven't been on the show yet. Till just now. <laughs> um, there is uh, artwork has the ten tendency to either raise a letter grade or lower a letter grade for me. Yeah, and Chris Pachalo unfortunately is one of those that lowers a letter grade. Oh, this no is doubt. a B plus 
as a story with a comp with with a different artist. Mm. But unfortunately, because of the artwork being so hard to follow, and Brad, you and I have talked about this on Satellites, the exclusive show for Patreon.com slash Crawlspace. Yeah. Uh, with, with the Spectacular Spider-Man title, this literally brings the entire title down and entire letter grade. So this would be a yeah. B-plus story for me normally. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, because of Chris Pacello, his artwork literally brings it down to a C plus okay. for me. Yeah. All right. Yep. So that. <laughs> along Zach's lines of thinking, I would agree. This for me is an A minus story. Uh, and oh. the artwork brings it down to a B plus for me. All right. JR is vomiting his mouth. <laughs> oh, he's going to open his mouth. All right. Don't open his mouth. Something <laughs> will come out. Mike, your biggest pros are list on your C average what, grade book. Wait, did you give Ashley? What was her grade? Oh, I thought I gave B plus. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And JR's, JR's probably yeah, what? I went like, around the horn, yeah. No comment. <laughs> okay. JR's a C. Okay. All right. Okay. My pros out of this. Um, Again, I do like the fact, I mean, that one scene where Spider-Man just Completely kicks Taskmaster's butt yep, was great. That's epic. That was I the highlight it. of the issue. Because it's it. so, and it's and it's actually the thing is it's it's totally in character for Spider-Man to do that because we've seen in the past whenever some whenever Spider-Man whenever you Spider-Man had off. goes undergoes that you know you know beware the rage of a desperate man kind of thing or or rampaging and stuff whenever Aunt May's in trouble he just completely loses it and just go you know do not. Do woe be the bad guy who steps in between that 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 thing, or if it's any kind of loved one and stuff like that. So it's kind, and it's also what's kind of done for comical effect a little bit too. It kind of it did take you know. Um, I also do appreciate the idea again, like I said last time. At least Spencer's trying to give Aunt May some degree of agency. Granted, a lot of the insights that he has about May as a character and all the like what what she how she why she's important to Peter and why she's inspired him it's not really anything new necessarily i mean a lot of it is kind of like regurgitated things but at least he's kind of at least in terms of character wise he does it shows that he does actually understand who these characters are so and i think that yeah one of my biggest pros along mm-hmm. with what you said taskmaster I yeah. like the line of dialogue, quote, I talk a lot about my Uncle Ben, how mm-hmm. his example gave me a sense of personal responsibility, but everything I learned about trying to be whatever a hero is, about mm-hmm. putting others in front of yourself, and about never giving up, that I learned from this woman. Sure, I've right. laid it down too many times to count, but today, today, I refuse to fail. Today, all that less, all those lessons pay off. That right. is, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's great. That is the essence of that makes Aunt May worth it. The, yeah. the problem that we've seen over the last fifteen to ten years, ten to fifteen years with mm-hmm. Aunt May is that Aunt May is really not worth a damn in mm-hmm. Spider-Man's Settle universe. Town, woo, woo, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I, I will now, say this. I, look, I, I got the Marvel Legend of, of the of the of the Sp- uh, PS4 Spider-Man, which is which looks very, great, by the way, which looks yeah. awesome. And it, well, I, I swapped heads because I. I the 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 eyes didn't do it for me, but okay. I, I will say this: the fact of, of the matter is, is that Aunt May 
has been absolutely freaking worthless. And and this goes back to JR's spider history that we did for February 2016 or 2019, 2016. Wow, I'm three years behind. 2019 of talking about the reboot. The fact is, is that Aunt May has been absolutely worthless as a character, except for when she knew that Peter was Spider-Man. And that Mm -hmm. using her as a motivation and using it and, and, and spelling it out absolutely makes her worth absolutely something in the Spider-Man mythos. The fact is, is that Aunt May has been worthless for the last 10 years. And this single issue is one of the pros that I have. Absolutely. Mr. Douglas, because quite yeah. frankly, <laughs> is that he has been absolutely useless as a character. Hallelujah, your brother. Hallelujah, brother Zach. Hallelujah. <laughs> this is what happens when you, when you have a little bit of, of real alcohol in me My for a little bit, because goodness. quite frankly, the fact is, is that Aunt May has been absolutely worthless as a character for the last 15 plus years. You're you're repeating yourself like a clone. You're multiple. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm emphasizing a point, Douglas. Okay, okay. okay, I'm kind of afraid to say that this is kind of that hurt, that this, that that as as greatly written (laughs) as this is, it's it's kind of closer to more Aunt May's characterization in Spider-Man 2 than it was in the actual comics, but oh well. Uh, (laughs) uh, Again, absolutely worthless as a character. I hear you. Quit yelling. Gosh. (laughs) What Bobby, I, really I love Zach's passion. I, <laughs> I had the feeling Zach drank a little bit, says Adam. <laughs> Devil Breaker says, preach. <laughs> My gosh. Ashley. What Wait, I really Ashley. appreciate about the Spencer's push for Aunt May here is that it, it kind of made me realize something when he, he compared, you know, you, you know, I've always given Uncle Ben credit for this. Yeah. And I realized, too, that's always the story with Spider-Man with um, mm-hmm. and especially in the general public sense that when you think about, you know, why is Spider-Man Spider-Man because yeah. of Uncle Ben? And, and you know, it's a problem with that. It's like, no, Aunt May is an equal partner in that in shaping Peter to be who he is and how yes. he uh, puts in action as Spider-Man. Whereas in the public conscience, Aunt May has really been nothing more than Uncle Ben's widow. Yeah, so absolutely. It's a huge service mm. to her character, and yes. I'm really glad to see Spencer prioritizing this. Yeah, Aunt May. Uh, look, uh, one of the best panels that came out of the Clone Saga was when Aunt May was re- when Aunt May realized that that Mary Jane was pregnant, mm-hmm. and and the 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 Parker gumption and the Parker belief and the Parker that 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 Parkers have passion and they're strong and the best thing about the greatest responsibility that a man or a woman can have is raising a child and and brad jr and myself can relate to that a little bit because we all three have raised kids in various forms and over the course of this show yeah the greatest responsibility that that a, a, a person can have is raising a, a, a competent adult and Aunt May, despite all her flaws, despite the fact that she was written to be 95 years old during the Steve Ditko and Stan Lee run, she raised Peter Parker. The, the, one of the best parts that came out of the ASM franchise and Jr. you said this during the ASM two review was that that's my boy. That's yeah. my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, J- and Aunt May uh, wiped his ass for the entirety of his life because he, he was, was basically thrust upon May because she couldn't have children herself. She was mm-hmm. thrust upon May at a very young age. 
that's essentially the closest thing that Peter Parker will have to a mother. And so therefore, I, look, I would do, I would go, I would walk through fire for my mother today, despite her flaws, despite, despite whatever flaws that she might have. I would walk through fire. I would walk through fire for the mother of my child today, even though that I am no longer married to her because that's the mother of my child. So, um, it, so May Parker is essentially the, uh, the equivalent of Peter Parker's mother, stepmother in I, this case. I, I agree mm-hmm. with what Zach's saying, but I also agree with Venkman in the YouTube chat. Zach, eat a Snickers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 it, it's like, it's like, it's a little bit elevated tonight. It is. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, it took us to church. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other cons. Do we have, or we, hell, where we're are pros. we? I don't we're even know. We're on pros. We're on pros. We're on pros still, right? Zach rolls in the last 10 minutes of the show, starts preaching, and I lose all control. <laughs> all right, pros. I, I, I need a little thing on my on my on my collar right now, apparently. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Uh any other pros? Okay, now we're going to cons. Cons, Mike. Oh. How much more can we say about this, Art? <laughs> no, yes, can I point I mean, one thing out? A complete indiscrepancy between the art and the yeah. writing. Yeah. Well, this is one fire. Where's the fire? This is one of those times where the the artwork succeeds despite despite the uh, despite the writing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, What fire are you talking about, Ashley? I'm sorry. He's digging through a burning building. (gasps) Oh, yeah, Drew. Yeah, and I'm like, it's it's a what? It, it's a burn. Since when was it a burning building? Where, where is it? No and you look, you see like a glow is, of yeah, the embers in I the corner. I that. that counts. It, yeah, you know, yeah. you uh, like like one of my favorites of of the Bachala Run, which is one of Brad's least favorite stories of. Oh, no, it's not the snow. Oh shit! No. Uh, but, <laughs> but here's the thing. No, this no. is my point, Brad. Let me let me let me let me point this out. The snow was part of the story, and it was part of the characterization of Spider Man in that story. Mm-hmm. The fire in this building is an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Whereas the snow was kind of like an extra element of New York in that story. It's the exact, Ashley points out a great point. This mm-hmm. is to be a burning building. There should be more fire. There should be more heat. You don't feel that. You don't no. feel that characterization of the fire. You only like that story because Bacello can actually draw snow and it's not that hard to do. I can draw snow. Well, <laughs> well it, goes back to my early, it goes back to my early point about the other review. Bacello is great when it comes to like, show, he, he can do very intricate and fine details. He just doesn't yeah. bother to do that with any of the figures in the in in the exactly. Uh, I mean, again, again you yeah. don't give you give Patello faces and he fails. Exactly. Oh yeah. Look at that pa- page when uh, they're walking out of the mortuary and look at Randy Robertson on the bottom left. Oh, I know. It looks like a girl. I mean, that oh, looks yeah. like it, a girl it, peeking it, through it, the door. Uh, well, again, it, it's one of those things where you know people. Uh, Jr. talks about art being subjective. I, I keep I keep hearkening back to other podcasts. If you have if this is your first podcast, mm-hmm. you should be listening to all the other shows. But art, yes, art is subjective. But legitimately speaking, mm-hmm. there there is a a, a uh, there is a a art uh, there is a fine art to creating comics. Mm-hmm. Art has to make sense. Art has to flow. Now, mm-hmm. in, in Bacello's defense, we hold a higher standard for Amazing Spider-Man than other books, right? Um, okay, but uh, be, Amazing Spider-Man, fantastic. Gone, 
uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Detective Comics, uh, Action Comics. All those have had a certain flow for the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this would work as a satellite, but even as a satellite title, Brad, how 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 botched did we talk about Spectacular Spider-Man and and the and the uh, Sandman story that Chris Pachalo mm-hmm. drew oh, yeah. that didn't make a damn lick of sense? I know. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing because because that's and that's the other point too is because. This art, I mean, when Pacello gets, gets confusing, he gets really confusing, especially he yeah. uses too much white spaces. The, the thing is, the fact that I mentioned of the, the fact that there's like five different inkers on there, that also kind of because does not it, help it, at all. No, it doesn't because it makes because it, and it goes back to Ashley's point but, about how how it looked like it was a different artist. That that's because the inkers are doing different jobs here. Chad says that he would rather have Bacallo than Greg Land. I disagree. I, I completely disagree I, with that. Well, I like Greg, Greg Land, Land better. I, I would rather have photorealistic copied bullcrap of Greg Land. At least I can I can follow Greg Land's art. Yeah. I can't follow Chris Bacallo's art. And to the right. point that that uh, my clone makes about the inkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing about inking. Is a good inker can elevate an artist. Yep. A bad inker can absolutely make decent art horrendous. Horrendous. Yep. All right. So let's calm down, Zach. Let's, let's look at crazy tonight. Okay. Look at all those faces well, he's making. I mean, his face is more twisted than uh, Bachello's art. Bachello's art. Actually, yeah. Yeah. There's JR. more detail in Dax, in Dax's expressions that Bachello actually has. Zach came to the party. With the mm-hmm. liquor and in, inside him instead of beside him, <laughs> <laughs> but I do actually have some uh, a little bit more cons beyond the art. Okay, though, go ahead. Actually, we got um, to mute all, Zach though. We got to calm Zach down. Let, now, let others is, talk. Even, let others talk. There you go. Now, even though um, it seems like there's a lot of happening in this issue, not much actually happens mm-hmm. because in terms of the plot, it's just all it is is oh yeah, Spider Man just pulling people out of a burning building. Wait. Or we, supposedly burning building for like. We, you know, I disagree. Yeah. We we set up Aunt May with a mission for future storylines. That's we true. Set, we set as up far as actual events happening on the page. Yeah, yeah. In terms of in terms of the subplots, head. yes, I do agree that there's subplots being created, but the actual meat and potatoes, the actual plot, is there is very thin in this thing. It's just, so, because uh, it's all it, all it, it, it's, it's filler. It's it, it it is filler. filler. It's, it's, it, it's explaining it's filler what's, for coming, what's up. coming up next. That's all it is. It's yeah, a, but it's I, don't, I don't. Yeah. If this was slot, we just hop right in it. There, there's yeah, no, there's true, no building. But, and I like Aunt May's got a mission. I mm-hmm. like. I know what Craven's doing. I like. Right. I understand that uh, Aunt May is just as important to Spider-Man as Uncle Ben. I like all that. That's why I give it yeah, a big The, 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 the yeah. fact is, is that Craven has been – the one thing that I'll say, the, 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 the con I have of Spencer's run is that Craven has been such a background character throughout this entire run. We are now 15 – what, 14, 15 issues in? 15 issues now. 15 issues in, and we really haven't gotten much in terms of what Craven is doing. Well, that's where we're going to get into the sick bargain in the next issue because this is obviously this is something Spencer's been building up for a while. Because he's trying to do this whole like he's trying to do this whole combination of the world of the most dangerous game and under the dome 
story with Craven having is, all the animal theme things. Yeah. The fact but, is, is that there's nothing has been done with Craven since he he was brought back. Some mm-hmm. of it is the fact that that Slot's headcanon pretty much has stated he's pretty much outright stated that he did not agree with the bringing back of Craven. Uh, right. The fact is, is that is that there's only been two stories that have been done with Craven. One is a comedic story that we've seen with uh, Inv- uh, Invincible Squirrel Girl and the Cra- uh, and the Kane uh, Craven story that basically needed to be happen because of the of the circumstances which brought craven back to life oh the fact about is, scarlet spider yes about the scarlet yeah. spider title uh yeah you know, the, the latter half of the of the christio scarlet spider title yeah. the fact is is that that kane was such such an integral part of craven's resurrection there was a story that had to happen because yeah. quite frankly to not address it would be disingenuous because craven and and kane unfortunately now are intrinsically linked through uh, circumstance, Anime Hunter also says we have a plot with Betty Brant that was set up too. Oh, that's true. Uh, that is true. That. I mean, yeah. Uh, look, look. The one, the one uh, pro of of the of the brand new Daveverse that we've seen is that that, that Betty Brant was actually made to be somewhat of a character. The problem is, is that there was such a volume of books yeah. overall. That that uh, that uh, that Betty was kind of relegated to the background. There hasn't been anything done with Betty for the longest of times. Uh, let, let's hear from Jr. a little bit. Cons, how do you, Jr.? Well, I, I don't have anything different to say than I said the previous issue, or even stuff that Mike has said. I mean, uh, you know, I didn't think anything really happened. Uh, and, and again, like I've said before, none of the plots are interesting. Uh, I don't find Craven interesting at all. I don't find another variation of the most dangerous game. Very interesting at all. I've seen a zillion of them <laughs> across all kinds of media, you know, um, you know, so yeah, it's, 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 I, I, all in all, I just didn't care for the issue. Ashley, hmm. some cons out of you. Mostly just that one discrepancy between the, the writing and the, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the art that just seemed yeah. like a huge oversight. I was really surprised to see something like that get through. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. The art really killed it. Really brought this issue yeah. down. Uh, uh, we, we've talked about in the past that uh, that artwork can elevate a, mm-hmm. a an issue. Yeah. Or de elevate an issue. And, and oh, this yeah. is one of those times. I mean, six eleven was one of those, Brad, mm-hmm. where we despise the art. Yeah. I don't. What just, makes it? Well, what makes I, it worse here is that you can kind of tell the Bacello was cut, was cutting corners. Because I mean, there's that thing with the co- he's doing some copy and pasting thing here, clearly in some in some instances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, the flashbacks, the flashbacks yeah. are the best pieces of the artwork of the entire issue, which he didn't actually do, <laughs> which, which which were literally copy pasted through yeah. through editing. It so all copies of better art. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, one of those. It's one of those times where when you see better art compared to Edward Bacallo, it shows that you really uh, how inferior the art of the mm. main story is. Oh yeah, and that's the worst thing that you can do as an artist. Hey, yeah, with even the covers, Brad's favorite favorite uh, parts of the book of the comic uh, actually are better show, show showcase better art than what the yeah, interiors. Yeah, I, I would much <laughs> rather, much rather Pablo Rivera be doing oh, the interiors of yeah, this no book. Doubt. Oh, no doubt. That, or or, bring, or better yet, bring back um, uh, Ryan Otley. But you know, uh, you again, know, Ryan yeah. Otley. I mean, you you look at look. It, uh, you guys know everybody that's listened to the show for any number a length of time knows that I'm not a Ramos fan per se. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see Ramos drawing this book or, you know, quite frankly, mm-hmm. the best artist right now, the best Spider-Man artist. And I've said this on the, on the spider satellite sale available at patreon.com slash crawlspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a $5 member, uh, <laughs> nice segue there. <laughs> uh, the best art, the Spider-Man artist, one of the best Spider-Man artists 
on in the in the Spider-Man group is for uh, Ryan Stegman. Yeah. He put Ryan in, Stegman on this in, book. In Venom. In Venom. Yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm. Venom book. Yeah. The Venom book. Uh, if you put Ryan Stegman on this book right now, it is far superior to what we're getting with Chris freaking Bachalo. If you mm-hmm. put a freaking uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who's the writer? Uh, I can't remember the writer of the of the spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, oh, you mean oh, you the guy Chip Zdarsky? Chip uh, Zdarsky. I mean, you look at his artwork. His artwork oh, yeah. is far superior than Chris Michello. There is a there is a line mm-hmm. of of artists that would have been better suited for right. this book, and I I don't understand. It, it was like this with 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 uh, Wacker, but Nick Lowe too. I don't understand this obsession with Chris Bachalo's artwork. Um, And it's been that way throughout both now the last two editorial administrations. They want to throw Chris Bachalo in here. Uh, Quite frankly, Chris Bachalo fits a certain art style, and it's not Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On that note, let's start wrapping it up. Any other cons before we wrap it up? Um, No one's thinking, I mean, this – the other thing is too, I will say kind of a, about the earlier mention about how I didn't think, you know, there's no real suspense here. I mean, we all knew Ant-Man was going to be okay. I mean, if Marvel couldn't kill her off or if Marvel, you know, Marvel kept bringing her back, you know, wouldn't kill her off in the, in the clone saga. Well, they did. And they brought her back this whole cancer thing that she's going through and everything. We know she's going to be okay. And stuff. So I think that, I think mainly it was more like about, so the idea of trying to create suspense about Aunt May's health and everything like this, I mean, that's like, but the main idea I think is, is, is primarily is, I think it was presenter was more focused on trying to make, uh, trying to elevate why Aunt May is important rather than, Oh, putting her in danger or something like that. Still. But, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I disagree with that. I, I think that okay. they're trying to point out the importance of Aunt May as a force okay. of nature with Peter Parker. Right. Mm-hmm. In a way that that was done flawlessly executed in the PS4 Spider-Man game, Yo, yeah. I, th- I I think that uh, we will, uh, you know, mark it down because we've been able to make predictions that have been right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in a year from now we won't see Aunt May in the Spider-Man books because I think Aunt May's dead. I don't. Uh, think I, so. I they've, think they've they pulled that. They pulled that. I know they. I know they pulled that. I, I know they pulled that. I guess the weed talking there, Zach. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I think that yes, they've pulled that 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 storyline several times. But I think yeah. Aunt May is a force of nature, <laughs> as a regret of, of Peter's life. We no. saw it with the with the no the, the, the 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 brand new the one more day setup. We saw mm-hmm. it with the with the ASM four hundred. Um, and we saw it with the PS4 Spider-Man game. I think the fact that the PS4 Spider-Man game, people were receptive to Aunt May being dead in the PS4 Spider-Man game has opened the uh, – and the fact that we are starting to see more and more art, uh, you know, writers and artists that are coming of the 90s that saw Aunt May being a, a dead character. Mm-hmm. I think that there is more of a chance of Aunt May dying now. Then there would have been ten years right. ago. So your but prediction, but your prediction, February twenty twenty, Aunt May's dead, right? <laughs> Either Aunt May is dead or in the process of dying. Yes. Well, All here's right. the thing, though. I she, don't. I, I, I kind of get the. I get the feeling, though. I mean, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try to do this thing about Aunt May and her mortality, but I hope it's not gonna be some kind of like robot parents thing where like, oh, who is this? You know, like they drag this thing out or something like that. When we know well, what she's in the out. process of dying now with breast cancer. Yeah, I know, I, but you, but even so, I mean, you could, you will, could still milk that for a while, though. But it's, but it's, I'm not sure if they're Marvel's going to be. I mean, yeah, 
Zach's right about the PS4 Spider-Man game with the with the um, ending of that, how people were receptive to that. But I'm not sure if Marvel's going to have the have the wherewithal to actually follow through with actually killing off Aunt May for good this time. I just don't. I just don't see it. They've pulled this. They've they've tried it. I mean, they've they killed. They did kill her in the '90s. And what happened? They realized, oh, we're gonna bring. We have to bring. No, her back. that that the, the, okay. The, the killing of the '90s was 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 a was a proper death. And the only reason mm-hmm. she was brought back was because Bob Harris decided to bring her back. There's That's no right, other yeah. reason. There is yeah, no but, other reason to bring her back right, that's, other than that Bob Harris' ego and the fact that mm. Bob Harris had to get had to stick his finger in the mm. in the Spider-Man in the Spider-Man titles because Bob Harris' mm. ego wouldn't allow it because Bob Harris is All right, I'm taking the yeah. reins. Uh we're wrapping okay. it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've had enough. All right. All right. Okay. Uh final thoughts, Ashley. Um I think what I my biggest takeaway from this is just I was really happy to see Spencer give that give Aunt May that voice and back her yeah. like no she has fully equal partnership and how Peter's turned out. Exactly. So. And that, that that is something that needs to be reminded to the reader how valuable mm-hmm. she is as a character. Uh, Mike, final thoughts. Well, um I still think the idea of having um dinner in the sewers is a little bit like, you know, it's the equivalent of having, it's like eating in the bathroom. Like, like people were saying, like, how did Peter get, MJ must really love Peter in order for him to, for her yeah, to go down. <laughs> go oh, down yeah. Come on, darling, let's have a romantic Valentine dinner down. Happy there. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> right. Man, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, JR, final thoughts. Well, I guess we'll be at this, uh, Next month, and uh, I'll probably be saying the exact same things about the I stories I've been saying for the last six. I care. Well, you get to talk about Craven, though, Jr. Uh, <laughs> you get to go. You get all it. your favorite funny. guy. That's fine, <laughs> Zach. You know, what, what, real quick, what was your grade on the previous issue? Uh, it was all both issues were C pluses, and they okay. would have been normally B pluses mm-hmm. for me, but the Shallow okay. art just brought it down for me. Oh yeah. All yeah. right. Final thoughts, Zach. Uh, look, I'm happy to see that that uh, that there's there's omelets being made with the eggs that uh, slot left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, sure. I, I I think that that uh, Nick Spencer is a competent writer, and he can make he can make an omelet with with you know bad eggs. Yeah, uh, obviously there's, Some there's eggs and flour, and yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously there's a lot of baggage that has been left over the last oh, yeah. few years. Yeah, and yep. the fact that, that Nick Spencer has, has deftly used the existing continuity, not a lot of modern day writers have been able to do that. So, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a kudos to him yeah. to be able to try to create a story that continues this, uh, the, the previous bad stories that we've gotten right uh, over the last 10 years, especially Cone Conspiracy is a, an abortion of a story. Yeah. Um, quite frankly, the fact that, 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 uh, Nick Spencer did, you know, we talked about, uh, George has talked about, you know, ignoring all of the previous past of the last 10 years. The fact that Nick Spencer has been able to take a storyline and make something with it and make something that's interesting, compelling, I think is a testament to his ability to write Spider-Man. Yeah. The fact um, that he have used the lizard family in this, which which I do remember folks on this podcast were thinking, there's no way he's going to do that. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, the fact that yeah. that, that uh, there was a, that they're trying to create a compelling story about about mm-hmm. the freaking lizard family that nobody exactly. wanted. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, Zach, is, is is that like clean laundry you haven't put away yet? Or is that like dirty laundry that's just sick? You know? it's, it's the clean laundry that you know you've washed, but you haven't folded yet. That, that's exactly and, and right. Oh, it's I've like, done that plenty of times. Kind of like the yeah. stuff that's, that's around my shoulder. I know I know JR is staring at me right now. JR, <laughs> that's, that's the clean laundry. JR, it's like your crawl space shirt. You wear it, but it's not the cleanest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, the Devil Breaker wants to know final thoughts on the Craven buildup. Who will hunt who, and will there be a symbiote uh, costume worn during this said hunt? No. Oh, I don't think so. I'm still betting on the task. I'm still betting on Black Ant being part of this menagerie that Craven's collecting. The Taskmaster is going to turn on on Eric and go, "Hey, you're the last guy that I'm supposed to capture," and then. You know, I, I suspect Craven is going after all the animals, including the spider and Stegron. And oh yeah, the, the last fight will be Craven and Spider Man. Yeah, I do because- like I do like the fact that that and that one thing where RK goes, oh yeah, you got Vulture, you got Tarantula, lizard. you got that snake guy, whoever's name Billy is. Lizard. <laughs> I, I will say this: the, the fact that this is takes the animalistic totem thing um, to a, to a conclusion because because. The fact is, is that Craven always hunts the most dangerous game, and and yeah. what better dangerous game would there be than the entire Rogues Gallery of Spider-Man? And they're mm-hmm. usually all animals, and they're all animal, animal related. They're all animal themed. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, think I like that, it. I like this idea. If you're going to yeah. do Craven, let's 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 explore Craven. The fact is, is that Craven has been massively underutilized. Craven and Harry Osborn are the two things that that came out of Brand New Day. That didn't a either didn't make sense or should have been left alone. The fact that they weren't left alone or didn't make sense, the fact is is that, that Spencer's actually going to try to do a compelling story with them. I do appreciate the fact that that Spencer is trying to make again omelets with the broken eggs that was brand new. Day. And this is Craven's yep. Hunger Games, is what this is going to be. <laughs> yeah, Craven's it, Hunger, oh, Games. Hunger Games. Is if this ends with the death of Craven again. Okay, you're, you're just killing all the yeah. damn people. Zach. Quite frankly, the fact that people that Aunt have been May brought back—the <laughs> fact is, is that there have been people that have been brought back from the dead with Spider-Man that should have stayed dead. Aunt May and Craven being top amongst them. Okay, then maybe that. And Ben Riley, don't forget him. And Ben Riley, yes. (laughs) Maybe, maybe this ties into the Centidemon who's down in hell with all these people that have died before. Maybe that's tied in together. Maybe it's part of the meta arc. Again, there. making a meta arc that's compelling is something that Spencer's been able to do. CJR, there's a lot of balls in the air. Wait a minute, that sounds bad. That's what I'm, she said. I'm talking about juggling. No. <laughs> no. So, so now we're talking about meta arcs. So like a meta. regular story meta. arc. It's not lemonade, it's meta. Well, because, okay. Meta. Uh, the only reason, the only reason I bring up meta arcs is because we saw with Zdarsky the meta arc was completely superfluous. We didn't really yeah. care about the meta arc. The, the, it was the finer details that we liked. Yeah. This is the exact opposite of the Zdarsky arc in that we like the finer details, but the meta arc's kind of like, okay, it's there. It's, it's just slowly building. Yeah. I, thought he, I thought meta arc played for the Globetrotters. On that note... <laughs> did you enjoy that episode if you did there will be more coming out thanks to the help of supporters that go to patreon.com again patreon.com slash crawlspace that helps us pay the bills and cover bandwidth costs website hosting etc to put out more episodes like the one you just listened to so thank you to each and every one that do that 
Again, if you would like to support things you like, like this podcast, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks, everybody. Yeah.